What's up, podcast? Welcome back to another episode of Public Speaking Tips on the Public Speaker Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about avoiding specific faulty transitions when you're making transitions in your public speeches. So let's get into the tip. So the first one is called the miscount transition. And I've heard of this transition a lot, and I've actually done this transition a lot when I've given speeches. uh, speeches. But it's when you miscount the words you're saying. So for example, you may be saying first, second, third, third. A, B, fourth. Uh, that's a miscount transition, and that's a that's a faulty transition because you're not cohesively keeping up with what you originally started with. So if you started with first, you should go second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, so that everyone knows what you're talking about. If you started with A, then you go first, A, B, C, D. Uh, and that would allow you to then have some type of cohesiveness between the transitions you're talking about. But when you do first, second, and then you say part A, part B, it, it messes up everything because then someone was originally thinking they were on number one and they were gonna go to number four, but now they're on letter B and they're like, how did I get here? So this happens because now the main points of what you're talking about are mixed in with the sub points about what you're talking about. And then it just becomes like a whole type of mess. So if you're choosing to count in a public speech and transition in some capacity, whether it's through letters or numbers, or whether it's just through regular terms like next or therefore, um, make sure it's consistent because if it's mixed in with each other, then it just gets to be a problem. The next one is called the incompatible transition. So this is actually a really good transition as well. This is when a speaker starts off by talking about something, but the transition word isn't related to what they're talking about. So for example, if they're saying, however, you would expect them to then like bring up a, a counterpoint or something that goes against what they said, but then they bring up an example to prove what they're talking about. Obviously, the transition of however doesn't make any sense in the context of bringing up an example to hypercharge your point because that's not howevering what you originally talked about. I don't know if howevering is a word, but I just made it a word. Compatible transitions cause the problem that your audience is expecting one thing, but then you give them something else, which messes up the cohesiveness and logic logicalness, if that is also a word. I'm making up a lot of words today. But it messes up the logicalness of your speech because then uh, a speaker or an audience doesn't know what to expect if you're saying, for example, but then you transition to something else, or if you say, however, but then you give an example. It just doesn't collide correctly. The third one is a tangential transition. So this is when you say things like ironically, or as an aside, uh, or this reminds me of. The reason why these are problematic is because it gets a speaker to start talking about something that is not relevant to what they should be talking about, which sucks a lot of times. Um, if you're talking about something your audience is expected for you to be able to talk about that. And it's okay if you go off topic as long as you bring it back to what you were talking about. But many, many times, including myself, I've seen people talk about something else on the side and then that automatically goes away, that they don't know what they're talking about. Um, and that's just problematic because you need to be able to stay stringent on what you want to talk about, what you care about talking about, and then bring it back full circle. Uh, if you're going to go off to the side and start talking about something else because you randomly thought of something, that's totally fine. That can add a lot of ethos to your speech because it can give you a little bit more human you know, per- personality. It can make you more relatable. But if you don't go back to what you were talking about and you start going on a super long tangent, a lot of people, and including myself when I've seen speakers, can get very annoyed because then it's just like you lost your own train of thought, you don't know what you're talking about, and now you're talking about something that's irrelevant that I don't really care about. The final is the missing transition. So this is when a speaker abruptly changes from one point to another without using any transition words or phrases. 
So I think this is kind of similar to um, everything I've talked about in this series, which is that you have to have transition phrases, even in the most subtle instances, because if not, then you have points that stand alone, that get mashed together, that aren't connected in a particular way, whether it's to elaborate, whether it's to serve as an example, whether it's to contrast or show similarity. None of that exists when you don't have a transition point, which is really bad. Um, and this is the most common transition that happens. So the critical relationship that your speech has to entail with the audience goes away or, 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 dis, or degenerates itself because now the audience is left confused because they don't know what you're talking about or what side you're talking about within the topic you want to be explaining.